Chapter 3 of Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Tatiana Chichilla. Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them by Lena Beard and Adelia B. Beard. Chapter 3. A Novel Easter Party with New Easter Games. There are no end of delightful things to do at an Easter party, and every game may be in keeping with the season. The game of egg tennis is particularly pretty. As you play this new Easter game, showers of color will fill the air, sometimes descending in sparkling bits of orange, again reds, then greens or blues, yellows or purples, with all their beautiful tints. Quivering and shimmering down, the colored rain will fall, lightly covering your hair, clothing, and surrounding objects, while you stand, racket in hand, watching the result of your stroke. Your companions, seeing your success, will be eager to try their skill, also, with one of the pretty magic eggs. These colored showers do not even look wet, and they will not injure the most delicate of fabrics, for they are composed of bits of bright tissue paper. The number of eggs needed for the game depends upon the number of players. There should be three eggs provided for every two players. In case the first player succeeds in breaking two eggs in succession, the third egg will not be used during the game, but may do duty at another time in another game. Should the first player fail in breaking the second egg, then all three eggs will be required. How to prepare the eggs. Select eggs as nearly of a size as possible. Take one egg at a time, and with a very coarse needle, carefully bore a hole in each end by pressing the point of the needle against the shell, and then turning the needle around and around until a little hole appears. Be very careful when boring not to press the needle with too great a force, as there is danger in doing so of cracking the shell and rendering it useless. When both holes are made, increase the hole on the large end of the egg until it is about as large around as the head of a common hat pin, figure 26, then place the small end to your lips and blow out the contents. After the shells are emptied, leave one white and color all the others, making each shell of a different color. When this is done, allow the inside of the shells to become thoroughly dry, then fill them with pieces of tissue paper cut in small squares a quarter of an inch or less in size. These can be quickly made by folding the tissue paper like figure 27 and cutting it into strips of fringe, figure 28, then cutting off the ends of the fringe little by little, figure 29. Fill the red eggshell with bits of red paper, the yellow shell with yellow paper, and so on making the shower of paper in each eggshell correspond to the color of the shell. Fill the white shell with squares of white tissue paper, and when the shell breaks in midair, the shower will resemble the dainty petals of cherry blossoms as they fall when shaken from the trees by a light breeze. The effect is very pretty, calling to mind the feast of cherry blossoms in Japan when the girls and boys accompany their elders to see the cherry trees in full bloom. Cut gilt paper discs two inches in diameter, figure 30, fold each disc through the center, figure 31, then fold again crosswise through the middle of the first fold, figure 32. Fold once more, figure 33, and following the dotted lines on figure 33, cut the points as shown in figure 34, and you will have the eight-pointed star, figure 35. While the point is still folded, with a sharp pair of scissors, clip off the point, A, figure 34. This makes the hole in the center of the star, B, figure 35. Through the hole in each star, thread the two ends of a strong string. Cover the underside of the star with paste, separate the two ends of the string, and hold them down on each side of the egg, figure 36. Then draw the star down onto the shell over the strings, and press tightly in place until the paste holds, figure 37. Clip off the ends of the string that extend below the star. When the paste is quite dry and the paper firmly attached to the shell, hang one of the eggs directly in the middle of a wide doorway so that the egg will be about as high as the shoulders of the players. If there is a curtain pole in the doorway, tie the string to the pole. If not, drive a tack on top of the doorframe and suspend the egg from that. Where the doorway is quite wide, 
like the old-fashioned doors between two parlors, two eggs may be hung and four players take part at one time. In that case, you will need four rackets. Ordinarily, two rackets are sufficient. Make the rackets of flat rattan, taking two pieces, 27 inches long for each racket. Soak the rattan to make it pliable, then bind the two pieces together with string as in figure 38. Bend the now double rattan to form a loop, bring the four ends together and wrap them into a straight piece for the handle. Lay the frame you have just made down on a large piece of strong writing paper and mark a line on the paper one inch from and entirely surrounding the outer edge of the frame down to the handle. Draw another line close to the outer edge of the frame, then cut out the design along the outside line. Slash the edge up to, but not across, the remaining pencil line, figure 39. Cover one side of the slashed paper with paste or glue, and again placing the frame on the paper, turn the flaps, one at a time, over the edge of the frame, and attach them firmly to the frame and to the inside of the paper, figure 40. When the paste is perfectly dry, make another paper cover in the same manner and paste its slashed edge over the frame on top of the first, putting one cover directly over the other and so making it double. This will make the racket quite strong and firm. Wind a strip of paper one half an inch wide around the handle, pasting it as you wind, and turn the end of the paper up over the end of the handle, figure 40. Finish with a bow of ribbon, tying it on where the handle joins the racket. Figure 41 shows the completed racket right side up. The game of egg tennis is played in couples, and the object is to break the eggshell and send the paper rain flying in the air. This sport is adapted to all ages, from the little child scarcely large enough to wield the racket to grown girls and boys, and even older people will become excited as they try to strike the fragile toy. The players must stand facing each other at equal distances from and on opposite sides of the suspended egg. The distance is decided by swinging the egg and then placing the players within easy reach of it before it swings above their heads. This is done by the umpire, who takes charge of the game and decides any disputes. Promptly at the signal, ready, given distinctly by the umpire, the player who has been appointed starter gently swings the egg outward toward her opponent, and the egg is then in play. The other player immediately tries to strike the egg with her racket, using sufficient force to break the shell or send it flying swiftly toward the first player, who in turn promptly hits or misses the egg. Whether struck or not, the egg will return to the other player, who will surely be able to strike it the second time it comes to her, if not the first. And so the egg is kept swinging rapidly back and forth between the two players until the shell is broken. With the breaking of the shell comes the beautiful shower of tissue paper, which is sent flying through the room by the stroke, and the player who releases it wins a point in the game. When the first egg is broken, a second one is put into its place, and the unsuccessful contestant has another opportunity to make good her record, playing with the same opponent. If the breaking of the second egg proves a tie, that is, if it is broken by the player who was at first unsuccessful, a third egg must be suspended and the same couple continue to play until that too is broken. Then the unsuccessful player drops out of the game, and the winner of two points to his opponent's one steps aside to await his final play after the other couples have had their turn. Should one player win two points in succession, the third is not played, for two points lost sends a player out of the game. When all the couples have played, the successful competitors alone remain in the game. These form new couples and play as before, each in his order. This time there is but one egg for each couple, and the player who fails to break the shell must withdraw, giving his place to the next player, while the successful one holds his place until another breaks the egg. In this way, but one player comes out victorious. When space allows two eggs to be hung in the doorway and two couples take part at the same time, there must be two umpires, one for each couple, for in the excitement of the fray, one person cannot watch all the play. Rules of the game. 1. The umpire may not take part in the game while acting as umpire. She shall keep tally and decide all the questions which arise regarding the game. 2. The egg shall not be struck except with the flat phase of the racket. 
Three, when an egg is broken by striking against the surrounding woodwork or in any other manner, other than the face of the racket, it counts one against the player who made the stroke and scores one for his opponent. Four, two points scored during one play declares the successful competitor the victor. Five, a play consists of any number of trials until the two eggs are broken. Six, two eggs shall constitute a play when there is no tie. In case of a tie, there shall be three eggs. Butterflies as well as eggs are appropriate for Easter, and the butterfly game will come in well as second on your program. All the girls are butterflies in this game, and all the boys are collectors. The collectors are stationed in different parts of the room and stand some distance, at least six feet, apart. They may not move their feet to step in any direction, but standing in one spot may reach out on all sides with their hands as they try to catch the butterflies flitting past them. Each butterfly must lift the skirt of her dress with both hands and move it back and forth as she flies among, around, and between the collectors. The moving of skirts as mimic wings makes the game appear very pretty to onlookers, and the collectors find it difficult to grasp the fluttering draperies. It is the part of every collector to catch as many butterflies as possible, and as each butterfly is caught, she must stand close behind the collector to whom she belongs. The second captive stands behind the first with their hands on the shoulders of number one. The third takes her place behind number two with her hands on the shoulders of number two, and so on to the last captive. This game becomes exciting when but one butterfly is left, darting about, skillfully evading the outstretched hands of the collectors, each intent upon capturing this last and greatly valued prize. For in the count, the last butterfly captured is equal to two of the others. The game ends when all are caught, and the winner is he who possesses the greatest number of butterflies, counting the last one caught as two. The magic die kettle will be a unique, amusing, and mystifying feature in the entertainments of your guests. For this, some preparation is necessary. First, you must have the tinsmith remove the bottom of a new, inexpensive tin kettle, one that has a lid to fit and will hold several quarts. Then, in the bottom of a square wooden box, about as large as a small table, have a hole cut a trifle smaller than the bottom of the kettle. Knock out one side of the box, stand it bottom side up so that the round hole will be on top, place it in the position it is to occupy, and throw over it some kind of a cover which will reach the floor and hide the box completely on all sides. In this cover, you must cut a hole to fit the hole in the box, and place the hole in the cover directly over the hole in the box. Place the lid on the kettle, and stand the kettle over the hole, and it will appear to be merely sitting on the table, as there will be nothing to indicate the opening beneath. Under the box, ready for use, place a shallow tin pan larger around than the bottom of the kettle, and cover the bottom of the pan with sawdust. Also, place under the box a basket filled with hard-boiled eggs of various colors, three eggs of each color. In another part of the room, have ready another basket containing the same number of hard-boiled eggs, but all uncolored. While the butterfly game is in progress, let someone who is in the secret of the magic kettle hide under the improvised table, and at a given signal, lift the shallow pan and hold it tightly under the hole in the box. Explain to your guests that you have for the occasion a magic kettle, which, while they wait, will color eggs for them without water and without heat. Pass around the basket of uncolored eggs and invite each one to take an egg. Tell three members of the party to decide upon a color they wish their eggs dyed. All three must be the same color. Then, as you raise the lid, to shout the color in unison, carefully place their eggs in the kettle. As soon as the eggs are in, quickly replace the lid and wave your hands back and forth over the kettle. Apparently, you will be working a charm, but in reality, you will be keeping the two curious for taking a peep into the kettle to see what is going on. When the uncolored eggs are in the kettle and the lid is on, your assistant underneath must gently and without the least noise lower the pan she is holding and in which the eggs have been deposited. Remove the uncolored eggs and substitute three others of the color she has heard wished for. Then, lifting the pan, she must again hold it close under the kettle until the colored eggs are taken out and three more put in to be dyed. Give your assistant several minutes to make the exchange of eggs, then lift the lid and allow the eggs, 
so quickly and so marvelously colored to be lifted out by their owners. When all the eggs have been dyed, lead your guests from the room without allowing any investigation of the workings of the magic kettle, and while they are out, have box, kettle, and eggs taken away so that the charm of mystery may not be broken. End of section three.